I'm Lizzie. And I'm Izzy, and we need help. Each week we stumble through a new book, method, or concept that brings us one step closer to being our best self. Yes, we make fun of ourselves. And others. But mostly just ourselves. So here's to not taking self-help quite so seriously. (laughs) Welcome to We Need Help. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Izzy. And this month we are focusing on the other C word. Cancer. <laughs> not not our favorite C word, which is cunt, but our other C word, cancer. <laughs> it sounded like you said scunt, which scunt. is like, which is a, a a word that in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands that you call like a mutta scunt is like a mutta scunt. Do they have like mutta a Jamaican, Jamaican accent? Well, they have, yes, it's a, oh, like a West Indian accent. Like okay. it's, yeah. It's Broad not just apology to all the Jamaicans and the Virgin <laughs> Islanders. Like. And all the West Indians. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like an island accent. It's the okay. most beautiful accent, I think, in the world. Aww. And it's the hardest to, like Scarlett, when she was growing up, she called, she called water, Wata. What's up? Hey, man. For those of you that don't know, we lived uh, five years in the Virgin Islands. So Scarlett like grew up there. So she's That's awesome. Mama, could I have some Wata? Wata. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to go to well, the Virgin the- Islands like with you sometime and like have you be my tour guide and like. I would love to do it. I would love it. I w- We talk about it every day. This month, Scarlett said. Can we um, eat like we did in the Virgin Islands all month? Oh, Isn't that I wonderful? That. Are you, when are you going there next? Like when's your, are you, do you have a plan to go there again? We just are trying to get through this renovation of this house before mm-hmm. we like start making any plans yeah. like for things. It's just been so crazy. So yeah. I, as the sooner the better, cause I miss the, my heart misses that place. Yeah. Yeah. That's your place on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of them. The one that I found so far. What are some of your other places on earth? Like what are your I mean every place could be a place if you're in with good people. Yeah. So it's like but I think the Virgin Islands is where I found my first taste of being isolated and introverted and I didn't even realize it because I was just so off the beaten path that like people weren't around me all the time. Mm. So I was the first time I was fulfilled mm. in my life that, you know, sort as of friend, like as a people pleaser, nothing better than <laughs> getting Being as far alone. away from your family as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and I remember when this is another one, when I moved to Chicago, the well, when I moved to Crystal Lake, not Chicago, yeah. but Crystal Lake, um, I moved into an apartment and it literally, I had no money. Yeah. I didn't know anybody. I, so I went to work and drove home uh, for like eight months straight. And like, that's where I just started writing for the first time. And I remember it was one of my happiest times. And I think it was because I was so alone. Yeah. I I yeah. can totally relate to that. We have a lot to talk about with cancer though. I mean, we, we can talk yeah. about like, like we'll we'll have like maybe one of the months should be home. Like that should be yeah. the topic. I would love that. 
like what's that hog or hog word that like the comfort word in Denmark or oh, some shit? Hague or no, that's the yeah, Hague. I think Hague-y it's like or something like that. Broad yeah. psychology to all the all the Den- people that do dudes. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cancer. Let's get back to let's get back to cancer. Let's talk about something we know a little bit more about, which is yeah. cancer. Cancer. Any cancer? You're a cancer. Your- you're a cancer survivor. I am a cancer thriver. <laughs> yeah. I puked a little just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> I need chemo after that statement. <laughs> Cancer thriver. Uh, yeah, but I had the good kind of cancer, apparently. I love that. It's like the good kind of autism. I've heard yeah. people say that. Yeah, exactly. The kind where you're just kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where you're quirky. And you're smart. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had it. When was I diagnosed? I think it was like four years ago because um, Machik and I were trying to, we went to a fertility clinic because we were going to start the IVF process. And, um, you know, we got all the tests back and the doctor's like, oh, I think you have Hashimoto, you know, like there's something wrong with your thyroid. You're like, like, I haven't had sushi at all this week. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) I haven't eaten sushi in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So Hashimoto is like where your, your thyroid is, I think, underperforming. My thyroid is as lazy as I am. So, um, so I went and got like it checked out and, you know, she's like, oh, there's, there's tumors. We think there's tumors you know, you have to go get a biopsy. The biopsy is awful. It's like, they just stab, like they stab you with needles. (laughs) Are you awake for this? Yeah. They just, she's like, uh-huh, here's a little numbing. I'm like, give me the heroin. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's so funny when they give you the results because you go to a special place, you get the biopsy and you just go and you pick up your results at the reception. They just give you an envelope. They don't call you into the room to tell you your results. They no just give foreplay. you an it, <laughs> They just give you an envelope and it's sealed. And then they're like, that's it. Because then you have to make an appointment to make a consultation. So you're, you take the results to the doctor. It's not a whole package deal. Okay. You got to tell, do you have like, is it privatized medicine there or do you have social? It's both. So it's, it's private and public healthcare. So what I learned through this whole experience is that for large operations and complicated operations, the public healthcare system is wonderful because they do so many of them and right. they have the, the, like the most high-tech equipment and the doctors are just like used to doing them. If Turn in <laughs> and burn. Like the private healthcare is used for like colds, the flu. If you pulled a muscle, you know, things that are like, yeah, you things know, that you actually the, don't need a doctor for minor annoyances. You go private, but like, big operations and stuff. You go to the public because it's all free. I didn't pay a dime for anything on my cancer journey. It was all all through the public health system. It was all free, all covered. So um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) You get cancer here. It will destroy you financially. 
Yeah. I mean, my dad had cancer, but the reason he wasn't destroyed financially is because he was the sole breadwinner for, well, he had three children at the time. And there was some law that like, if you're the sole breadwinner, like you can't go bankrupt. So like somehow he Mm. he got under. Yeah. So anyway, I, um, I had the envelope and I was at a, I didn't think anything because I'm like, I'm feeling fine. Like whatever. I didn't think it was anything. And I'm at a stoplight. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll check the results. And I opened them up and it was like stage six or something. Like it was just like really bad. And I was like, that doesn't Jesus. sound too good. So I'm like at the stoplight, like before it turns, like just Googling. And so I pulled over and I'm Googling and it's like, yeah, it's like, that's the bad one. And I was like, oh no. Um, you Googled and- at the stop sign or at the stoplight? <laughs> yeah. I I like, Shit. And I remember I called Machek and I was like, a little hysterical. Um, but then I just like calm down and I'm like, okay, I'm like a very like, okay, I'm, I'm going to avoid hysteria. Like this is not good for anybody. So I just got to practical. Okay. What do I have to do next? Okay. I have to make an appointment. Then I'm going to go to the appointment. I just kept focusing on the next action in front of me. Um, and that really helped. Like I just, I did not panic. I did not worry about death. I did not worry about down the line, I just focused on what was in front of me. The next 24 hours, what do I have to do? And it was like. That's like your AA training though. Like just take it one yeah. day at a time, do one good thing at a time. Do the That's next right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody should take that, those 12 steps, right? Like that helps I, you. It helps me. Like, and, yeah. but beyond that, my natural tendency is that I'm an activator. So I, I, I do not, I do not wallow in misery. I do not wallow in anything. Um, I just say, okay, what do I got to do? What's the action? Yeah. So I just turned into action woman and I just focused That's on that. That's Polish in you. The Irish yeah. would be like that in a ditch, <laughs> like I'm dying. <laughs> well, it's funny because most, I have a lot of women in recovery who have cancer calling me. Um, and I don't think they're getting what they want from me. Because yeah. they're calling me and they're like, I found out today that I have cancer. And I'm like, You're like I'm like, for you. I said, do you feel bad now? And she's like, no. And I said, then why do you sound like you're dying? Because that's yeah. the thing. Like, I felt fine. I'm not going to project onto myself that I'm dying when I feel fine right now. Right. So even if I was dying. I felt fine, you know, and so I just, yeah. I, I mean, we're to... all technically dying. Yeah. And I, I don't think I, for some reason, I don't have a fear of death. Like even thinking, cause you know, obviously like sometimes, you know, I'd settle into bed and thinking, what if I die? I wasn't, for some reason, I wasn't afraid of it. I was just like, okay, I've led a pretty exciting life. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, I think the only time I became scared to die was after Scarlett. Uh, I just yeah. don't want to leave her. I just yeah. don't want to leave. Yeah. That's, but other than that, I was like, fine with it. Yeah. 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 I'm not scared of life ending because I know it doesn't. Me too. And I've had like posts, like I've had people that are, have died, like speak to me, have signals. Like I know there's something yeah. after my so brother like, downright yeah. told me. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. like, I'm not. So, okay. So you get, you go into action, you start doing the the next right thing. And uh, you know, what then did people start treating you differently? Did you start telling people? You know what was annoying? And I think this is really annoying. Um, 
you have to start comforting people. And I uh-huh. know you'd have this experience with your, with your son all dying. The time. Yeah. You're fine. Or you get to the point where you're fine or you're not fine. And the people <laughs> start, you have to start comforting them. Cause they're like, it happens oh all the time. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't helpful. You know, that's not no. helpful to me. Like to where I, why am I comforting you? <laughs> right. Cancer. This is weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they're like, I'm so sorry. And they get that look on their face. And I'm like, just wipe that fucking face off your head. Like, <laughs> like these are people that didn't really give a shit about you when you were not cancerous. Exactly. That's what drives me mad. Exactly. So I just, I, 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 I couldn't, oh, that, that was, that was what irritated me the most. Like, so I didn't tell a whole lot of people. Cause I was like, I don't okay, want So that. let's role play. Yeah, yeah. You tell me you have cancer. Yeah. So, uh, Lizzie, I found out I had cancer today. Good for you. I mean, <laughs> what are you supposed to say? Oh, I, like, I, I guess. Okay. I, now let's do it again and I'll okay. do, I'll be the maudlin one. Okay. Uh, I found out I have cancer today. Oh my God. I am so sorry. That's horrible. It's okay. I feel okay. But I mean, oh God, it's just going to be awful for you. I just feel so bad. I feel so bad about your cancer. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I want to punch me right now. What do you like? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now I'll be the one with cancer. You tell me how to do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, is a I found out I had cancer. Shit. Are you all right? Do you need anything? No, I'm fine. It's like okay. it's like a walk in the park. I mean, it's like vacation, basically. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, if, like if you need anything, like you let me know, like you know, and whatever. And then I think I think my favorite reactions were the people who didn't even ask me what I needed. They just came up with creative ways to help me. So, okay, so they just brought you food or they or dropped they off. Were ju- they were just there. So when I was in the hospital, I had the operation and then I had radiation after that. And when you have radiation, they lock you in a room for four days, like with like iron doors and you're just in the yeah. room and you take the, you know, like they roll in this cart with like the radiation and then they just go running the other way away from you. and I had a really horrible reaction to the radiation I felt like everything was on fire and my eyes and my sinuses were like burning and I had these great eye drops at home and the hospital didn't have this particular eye drop so I just texted like my friend's daughter because I knew she was around because she told she reached out and she said if you need anything day or night I'm here I live right next to the hospital. So I texted her and she went to my house, picked up the eye drops and brought them to me. And then they like slide them through the, like this. Yeah. So it was those types of people who are just like, let me know that they were available and whatever I needed and actually followed through. I, well, and I can't even imagine, but I kind of have heard we've talked about it the tell the story of the best because I think the best people when you're in a, a you know something really hard 
are the people who make you laugh. And tell the story of what your friend made for you. Oh my God. So Maria, she was a guest on our podcast. She was the- Oh, that the, was her? I never yeah. put that together. Yeah, that was her. She was on uh-huh. the, the the episode, of uh, the, the mother episode. Yeah. So when, when we did connection parenting, she was, she was our guest. So after radiation, I had to isolate because you're radioactive and anyone that comes near you might get cancer, ironically. That's so weird. <laughs> so, um, you know, now it would be like, whatever, because it's just like post-COVID isolation, like whatever. But at the time, it was like very strange. So we luckily are fortunate enough to have two apartments right next to each other. So Magic was in one and I was in the other, but I couldn't like he was leaving food at the door and then I would open it and get the food. And like, we couldn't really interact. He couldn't be within a certain number of feet. So I got really lonely because I had to be, I think two weeks. Yeah. I had to be in isolation. And I was like, I just, I missed, like, I'm a, I'm a very touchy feely person anyway. Like I hug and I kiss people and I hug people. I don't do the, even in business. I don't even do the handshake. I, I hug people, you know? Right. And so I was like feeling really like, oh, I don't have anyone to hug. Like I'm feeling so lonely. And I was feeling very sick. Um, <clears throat> Cause like I said, I had a horrible reaction to the radiation and I just felt drained and sick. So my <laughs> Maria texted, I get a text from her one day and I'm like, open it up and it's open your door. I'm like, what the heck? <clears throat> so I go to the apartment, I open the door and in the hallway is a life-size doll of <laughs> of of Machek. <laughs> she sewed me like a Machek doll, like a life-size one. And he's in my hallway in boxer shorts with, with flowers. And oh my God. just like this ridiculous looking doll, you know? And um she, you know, she's with a little card, you know, I opened the card and she's like, this is Ludek, which means like, dude, this is dude. Like you can hug him whenever you want, whenever you're feeling lonely with like a bouquet of flowers. It just made me laugh so hard because it was a really ridiculous looking doll, but she had, she sent me the pictures of the whole process. Like she went to like a place where they sew things and she's just <laughs> like, I need you to sew me like something that looks like this guy. <laughs> oh my God. Really great. Yeah, just People who keep their sense of humor in yeah. the face of your tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's so important in those times. Yeah, it was, it was, it was super important and it was, it just made me laugh. And then I think another thing that really moved me was um, I couldn't get to my meetings, you know, and I go to meetings like three or four times a week. And I couldn't get to them. And the women that I help were calling me from the meetings and putting me on speakerphone so I could be in the meeting virtually, which was like, yeah, I could not stop crying when they did that. Because every meeting they went to, they would say, <clears throat> my my friend has cancer. She can't come to meetings. Her recovery is important to her. Can Do you mind if we do a speakerphone? And they would put me on yeah. the speaker. And that was like, they literally saved my life. And that's, I think, another thing I love about recovery is the love and the recovery you give, you get back. So I, I remember they carried me when I couldn't do it. So it was really right. amazing. Oh, yeah. That makes me want to cry. It, it, may, it always makes me cry. Here. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here too. Yeah. I really am. So we're going to talk a lot about your cancer, the cancer. We're going to talk about, I've had a couple miracles happen as well, but like, maybe we'll get into that 
um, in another episode, but staying positive. So we're going to have my friend Carrie on and Carrie is uh, yesterday. She just had her um, mastectomy. So I think she's doing good. So she's going to be on and she's like the most Wait, positive Yesterday, person. what? You kind of cut out. Oh, you... she had her um, mastectomy. So. Oh, okay. But she's been... I've been. Did like, she have a double mastectomy? Do you know? Yeah, double. And she's been okay. on Facebook like before the mastectomy, like just the most positive person, like positive attitude all the she's way. She's the only positive person on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So we're going to have her as a guest, and we're also going to have a, a nutritionist come on and talk about the anti-cancer diet, which is um, something that my dad did, and he skipped chemo. And I'm not recommending this. I'm not a doctor. I'm just we're not doctors. Is, yeah. You fucking yeah, yeah. assholes act like we're your doctors. We're not. So just fucking calm down. <laughs> My dad, he had one dose of chemo. It made him very sick. So he said, I'm not taking this anymore. And the doctor said, well, you're going to die if you don't take it. And he said, well, I'll take my chances because I don't want to feel like this. And he um, went, bought an anti-cancer cookbook. And his wife just like... He made bought the all Susan the, Summers one, right? The Susan Summers one, yeah. I'm ordering that today and I'm going to do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do it too. I probably should oh, have done really? it when I got diagnosed. <laughs> so I'm like, radiation or, <laughs> or healthy eating. <laughs> or give up brie cheese. Oh, I'll uh, take radiation. Like radiation, please, with a side of brie. <laughs> <laughs> and bring on that bacon. Yeah. Can you wrap my brie in bacon? (laughs) (laughs) And I'll take the radioactive pellets. Yeah. Radioactive. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I'm excited about talking about how to navigate the subject without being so maudlin. And, you know, you know, I always see these things, fuck cancer, fuck cancer, fuck cancer. But maybe we can help people like in the way maybe we can help ourselves mainly of just like, let's make it fun. Let's grunge funk, fuck cancer. Yeah. <laughs> grunge bucket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we just like find different ways to romance cancer? <laughs> yeah. And like, I think it's super important. And Carrie said this, my dad said this, I'm saying this. Um, it's so important to be positive during your journey if you're sick I hate the whole like be positive but it really changes I've heard from everybody it changes things yeah even if you die it changes what is left of your life yeah 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 exactly so why why go out with the you know you're gonna go go with a smile isn't that from I think that's from uh Batman or something Well, and if you can't be super positive, at least be super funny. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This is going to be interesting. I'm very excited to do it. And I'm very excited to learn more about your journey. Yeah. This is like the one chance because I was thinking all of the other topics we've done, I've needed some sort of help with. But this is one where like I can share my experience of being positive through the journey and how that how that did really did help. It attracted more positivity into the 
Otherwise, what would be like a dire situation, especially in Warsaw, right. Poland? Like, <laughs> yeah, I joined like a support group, a Polish support group, and I had to leave immediately. It's like they gave you more cancer. It's <laughs> like now I not only have cancer, I have depression. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a suicidal cancer patient now. <laughs> So as we walk through this, like, I just, I, I, I can't help but think like, just how funny we're going to find it. So if anybody's offended by serious topics, uh, kind of shed in a really hilarious light, you you might not want to listen over the next four weeks, right? (laughs) Take a break, take your summer holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I love you. you. I love you. Love. I love you. No, I don't have really anything else to say. I'm just excited. I am too. I am too. So yeah, come join us, everybody, for the next four weeks of yay cancer. (laughs) The The other C word. word. I love it. (laughs) I love it too. We'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for joining us this week on We Need Help, the podcast, the duct tape of self-help please visit our website, weneedhelpthepodcast.com, where you can find links to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and all the others, so you'll never miss a show. You'll also find links to the books we've reviewed and our amazing store. If you enjoy this podcast, go right now, because if you're anything like us, you'll never do it later. Like and share our page and episodes on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or just tell a friend about the show. That would help us out too. Also, feel free to let us know what you need help with, and we'll try to cover it in a future episode. You can also find us on Instagram at we need help underscore the podcast. Thank you for listening.